Dear listeners, I welcome you to Radio Drama, where a radio is the theatre of the mind. I hope that Radio Drama will shout at you, plead with you, and seduce you. I am your host Karenina. Make sure to follow this podcast, where you will be listening to a variety of different kinds of content. From horror to dramas and sometimes even funny stories. You will also be able to listen to Golden Oldies, as a bonus at times. If you like to listen to children's stories please go, and suss out, Vintage Scent, in your search bar. I thank you all my listeners and supporters, for I will not be able to continue with radio drama, if it was not for your support. Treasure Island. Huh? <laughs> we an anchor, is it? Hey, Billy? The skin ship's about. Old Flint can smell them in the wind. We can. We'd not be turning our rump to them if I... <laughs> You shipmate, think I'll scare if I held the weight. Run, what? Run, drink, and the devil. Yeah, Billy, Billy Bones, you take this paper, Flint's. 
fist. <laughs> That's what you call it. I hear my fist. I sent six men to hell to keep that secret. Keep a tight hold of my fist, Billy. He's a beckoning me again. Morum, I said. Tommy McGraw. Tommy McGraw. Fetch of the rum, Tommy. Squire Trelawney and the Doctor, they asked me particulars about what I recall of our adventures on Treasure Island. Well, where to begin? Best may be back in 57, <laughs> in the year of our Lord. Like they says in the books, 1757. November time it were, and a rough November at that. The day the old nut-brown seaman first come to our inn. I were twelve then. My father was still alive. Come in, sir. Come in, master. Won't be a moment. Ah, boy. This the house you told me of, matey? Why, Captain, the Admiral Bembo. This is a handy cove lad and a pleasant situated grog shop. Much company, boy? No, sir. Not really. This is the berth for me, then. Call your father, lad, and I'll square with him. My father's not well, sir. My mother... Can, can... I be of service, sir? You can, ma'am. I've a mind to stay here a bit. Oh. Here, you. Uh, yes, sir. Carry you my sea chest in, man. Set it in the parlour here where I can still keep me eye on it, mind. Oh. Aye, sir. Um, if you're wanting a room, sir, that'll be... Here. Oh. Tell me when I've worked through that, and there'll be more. I'm a plain man, ma'am. Rum and bacon and eggs is what I want. Hi, and that there headland for the watch ships off. I'll, I'll go and make up your room, sir. There's Jim. See to the gentleman's wants, won't you? That'll be all. Thank you, sir. So, it's Jim, is it? Tell me, Jim, do you get many seafaring men pass this way? One or two, sir. Making to Bristol. Jim, here's a silver fourpenny. There'll be another for you on the first of each month if you keep your weather eye open for a seafaring man with one leg. Let me know the instant you see him. Got that? A seafaring man with one leg? If I see him, sir, do you want me to bring him to you? No, never! By these eyes, never! A silver fourpenny mine. Yes, sir. Yes, mister. You'll pardon me, sir, but if you're to stay, what might we call you? What might you call me? <laughs> That's a phaser. The some has called me Bill, others they call me Billy. You, you just call me Captain. He was always the Captain throughout his long stay with us. I still see him now as he was that day. I see him clear. He comes to me in my dreams. My nightmares. The tarry pigtail that hung down behind his song blue coat. The sabre cut across the cheek. And then, later, the evenings. All those other nights when he's taken more rum than his head can carry and he sings, sometimes to himself, at others he'll demand all present to join in. Jim, have you the hot water in the bowl for Dr. Livesey? Here, Mother. Thank you, lad. How is he, Doctor? I have bled him, Mrs. Hawkins. Thank you. And given him a draught of Dover's powders infused in wine, oh, but gosh. I must, in all honesty, admit I see no real improvement. Oh, Doctor. Come now. Courage. All is not yet lost with your husband. It's not only my husband, Dr. Livesey. What then? That awful man with his dreadful tales. He must have lived his life among some of the wickedest men God ever allowed on the sea. Who is this, Jim? 
He calls himself the captain, Dr. Livesey. Most of the time he keeps his own company, quiet as the grave. But when he's in drink... A seaman, I would venture from his choice of song and supposed <laughs> rank. Will you excuse us, ma'am? My boy, you must take me to see this nautical choir master. Sail the main I'm hardly surprised to find you here, the man in your position. Livesey, shush, 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 I'm incognito. Is that the word? Oh, a splendid time. Surely, my dear squire, I mean this... You're a Puritan, my dear old lad. Forget I followed the sea myself in the youth. Old sea dog like this, with a rough diamond, I agree, but a real old salt. They made England what she is, he and his kind. I can't say that I agree with that. I mean... Silence, between Were you addressing me, sir? You, sir, what have you to say for yourself? I have only one thing to say to you, sir. That is, that if you keep on drinking round the way I see you do, well, in my opinion, an apoplectic stroke will soon rid the world of a very dirty rascal. <laughs> Who the devil is a scurvy? Dr. Livesey, Captain. Well, see here, sawbones. Now, look here, my man. Captain, there's no need if for you that. do not this instant put that knife back in your pocket, I promise upon my honour you shall hang of the next assizes. What? I you? am not a doctor only, I am also a magistrate. Magistrate? Uh, 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 That's better. Now, mind, since I know there is such a fellow in my district, you may count, I'll have my eye on you day and night. After that, he keeps his peace, the captain does, and that's a blessing. For my father, he got quickly worse and he dies soon after. But the old captain spends his days on the cliffs watching the shipping. Every time he gets back, it's always the same question. And I see his eyes. You keep a sharp watch this day, boy. I did, Captain. Well, then. There wasn't no seafaring man with one leg, but I did... Well, what, Jim? Hold it, devil! Pull it away, Bill. You know me. Rag dog. <laughs> Ain't you going to offer an old shipmate a glass of grog, Billy? Come all the way to the Admiral Benbow just to see his old shipmate. No, look here. You've run me down. Here I am. Well, then, speak up. What is it? That's you, Bill. You're in the right of it, Billy. I'll have a glass of rum from this dear child here, as I've took such a liking to. Now, boy, if you've ever sailed along a bill here, bless his old heart, you wouldn't have stood there to be spoke to twice, don't you? I go, Jim Rum. Yes, yes. Catch a pen again. And shut the door, Sonny. And none of you are listening at the keyhole. Mother! Is anybody there? Is any kind soul there? Hello? Hello, there. Who are you? Ah. What do you want? I hear a voice, a young voice. A kind friend, will you give a stoop of water to a poor blind man who's lost the precious sight of his eyes in England's service? God bless King George. That I will, of course. Come in this way. I don't feel my way so well. Uh, will you give me your hand, kind friend? Here. No! I Take me to Billy! Sir, he's with another gentleman in the parlour. Gentleman I know well who he's with. Take me in straight and I'll break your arm. Come on, quicker boy! That's better. Now, open the door. Uh, Jim. Well, here's a right comradely meeting of all shipmates, isn't it now? You, you and all... I ought to know. Yes! <laughs> now, tell me, Billy. I guess you'll know this spot of coast well enough by now. 
So? There's a tidy little anchorage called Ketz Hall, not half a mile from here. Aye. There's a lugger put in there with a few other old shipmates of Flint's. I said, like to meet you to yarn for all times, like. Well, Ethan, is he agreeable? Swears he's not got it. Isn't he now? Then there's only one thing to be done. Pew! Leave it, Bill. I've a pistol at his head, Pew. And you, boy, stand. Business is business, Billy. Take his right hand, boy, and put it in mine. Do it, Janice! There. That's done. We'll bid you both adieu. The black spot. Black spot. What's it say? What? The candle, boy, bring the candle. It's dark. It's not that dark, Captain. Candle, I say, is big. Yes, Captain, here. I can't read it. My eyes, my lights, I can't see. What's writ on the back of here? Now. It says, you have till ten o'clock. <laughs> the fools. Three hours they give me. It's enough. We'll shake out another reef. We'll get them. When we get to my room, Jim, you bring me rum. Captain, are you sure you shall have rum? The doctor the said... The doctor's a swab. I'm a poor hulk on the lee shore, boy. Rum has been meat and drink to me, man and wife. And now it's the only physics that allowed me. <laughs> get, get, get me to my room, boy. The key, the key. I need the key for this chest. You've got the candle, Jim? Yes. You'll share, I promise. Rum, bring me a rum, boy. Yes, cousin. Rent. Rent. John Flynn! Ah. Captain? Captain? Mother, mother! Come quick, where are you? What is it, Jim? I'm coming, I'm coming! <gasps> He's gone, has he? A stroke, I don't doubt, just as Dr. Livy said it would be. I'll have my Jews, Jim. Not a farthing more than what I'm owed, mind. There's money in that chest of his, I'll swear to it. If we can just find the key. Oh, oh, Jim, it's no good. What? I can't touch that thing. His face, that grin he has. It's like he's laughing at us from hell at some fearful trick he's playing on us. I'll do it. No, no, there's nothing. What? Just some tobacco and his old knife. I'll cut the coat off him. It's like he round his neck or somewhere he has it. Yes, yes, all right. All right. You're right. Here it is, one oh, string. Give me Take it, here you are. Come on, come on then. We've no time to lose. Turn the key. Turn it. Open it. That's cloth of gold. Yes. And this is blood on it, unless I'm mistaken. Come on, help me. Look at these pistols, mother. Look at this watch. They must Put them what? down. We're here for one thing and one thing only. Our honest reckoning. Ah, this sounds like money. Oh, gee, what am I to make of this? There's doubloons, pieces of eight, Louis d'Or. Here's some guineas, at least I understand that. There's only a loose floorboard somewhere. It's not his spine pew. He's come back. They might all have come. The candle, that's it. There. Seems they were deceiving the captain when they gave him three hours. <gasps> Merciful heaven! He's trying the door! Oh, Billy, boys! We 
going. Oh, oh Jim, Jim, we must leave at once. Look, I've four guineas here. That'll have to do. But that's nothing like enough. I'll take a handful of these. Jim, no! I'm an honest woman. Drop them. All right, but... What was that? It's them. They're coming. I must take something. Where's that watch? That'll square the account. I can't see a thing. Jim, hurry up. Leave it, can't you? Ah, what's this? This old package will have to do, even as a memento of the captain. Look! Oh, no! What is it? They're lanterns. They're coming. What can we do, Jim? What can we do? We can't stay here, that's for sure. We must get out quick. I dragged my mother down the bank and under the arch of the little stone bridge. By peering from behind the bush, I can see reasonable well. There's seven or eight of them. Three run together, hand in hand. The man in the middle is the blind beggar. Down with the door, lads! Make a shift there, all hands! Aye, aye, Pew! Hey, Pew, thought you said the door was bolted! It was! Not two minutes ago! But it's open now! Oh, oh. in, then, you fools! Oh. In! It's all right, Mother. Find Bill's dead! Is that a wound on him? Not one! Looks more like a stroke of some kind! The last clock news at least find the chest! What on earth can they be looking for, Jim? There wasn't that much in the chest. Oh. No! They've been here before us! Someone's turned the chest out and now and aloft! Is it there? The money's here! Oh, rats for the money, Flint's fist! I mean! It's the people of the inn! That dratty boy! I wish I'd put his eyes out! What's that? Horses! Are your horses? I'm here with my mother. Mrs. Hawkins, your service. Not injured, I trust. No, no, no. All's well with me. What brings you here? There was a report of a lugger in Kit's hole. They thought they were smugglers. Who's the dead man? Pew. He was the ringleader. Well, that's one good deed done. But we must be after the others. Dogger, these two can't stay here. Take Mrs. Hawkins up behind you. Dogger's dining with the squire tonight. Take her to the great house. Jim, you're a strong lad. You grab the stirrup leather and run along beside. Yes, sir. Right, lads. After them. Right, Head for the coal. Right, right. Come on. You're a trump I perceive, Jim, and I'm proud to shake your hand the way you stood by your mother. A fine example, fine example of us all. Do you not think so, Livesey? He only did what any decent lad would have done, Trelawney. How is my mother, Dr. Livesey? Sleeping, Jim. I gave her a stiff dose of laudanum. She'll be right as rain in the morning. Now, um, you had something you wanted to say to us in private. Yes, gentlemen. I think I might know what them villains were looking for. Do you, by George? Well, it has me beat. Seems a mighty grand campaign for a few trinkets and a hundred guineas worth of Louis Dor and doubloon. Well, out with it, my boy. What was it then? Uh, Trelawney. What? What? Yeah, oh, 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 uh, um, uh, yes, uh, that'll do, Joyce. Uh, yes, you, you can leave us now. Right you are, sir. Mm-hmm. Well, hurry up, man, hurry up. Now then, we're all agog. What was it, eh? This. Hmm? What's, the, what's this old package? 
What is it then? I reckon it may be what Pew called Flint's fist. Oh, what the devil is it? You're right, Jim. I'll stick my wig. This is what they were looking for. What? What? What is it? A map. A map of an island. Take a look at this. Yes. Well, as a judge from the latitude and longitude, it's somewhere off the Spanish main. What? What do you make of this, though? This cross in red ink. By George! You don't think it could be treasure? Well, sir. What's to be done? What's to be done, sir? What's to be done? Why, Lucy, it's as plain as a pikestaff. Plain as the nose on my face. Plain as the nose on your face. Plain as the nose on young Hawkins's face. Yes. I'll have that treasure if I have to search for a year. Will you now? Yes. Tomorrow I'll start for Bristol. In three weeks' time, two weeks, ten days, we'll have the best ship, sir, the choicest crew in England. Hawkins will make a famous cabin boy. I'll be Admiral, and you'll be, um, uh, uh, yes, you'll be uh, ship's doctor. And we'll take <laughs> Red Ruth. Yes, and uh, Joyce, too. And we'll have favourable winds, a quick passage on money to eat, to roll in, to play duck and drink with ever after. Oh, yes? Sorry to be disturbing you, sir. No, Joyce, I thought I It's told... Supervisor Dance. What? Sir. Oh, 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 yes. Uh, uh, come in, man. Catch the dogs, did you? Give them a foray? That we didn't, sir. More than a match for us, they were. Fired on us. Rogers is hurt bad, I'm afraid. Oh, is he? Anything else? No, I just came to tell you that, Your Honour. Oh, uh, very well. Uh, now, uh, Joyce, see the supervisor and his men have some ale and um, whatever else your pantry can provide. Yes, sir. Good night, Your Honour. That's bad. They're dangerous foes, deadly dangerous, and they know we have the map. So, you'll not join my enterprise, Lipsy? I'll go with you, and so no doubt will Hawkins. Yes, sir. There's only one man I'm afraid of. And who's that? Name the dog, sir. You, Trelawney. What? You cannot hold your tongue. You heard what these fellows are like from dance. They must not discover our plans. We are all in grave peril. Hawkins and his mother will stay with me, and when you are in Bristol, sir, breathe never a word of our true purpose. Lipsy, I'll be as silent as the grave. <laughs> the squire, he finds it harder to get a ship than he thought, and harder still to crew her. But one fine day, Joyce arrives to take me with him to meet the coach for Bristol Town. You ready, young Hawkins? Daddy is, Mr. Joyce. Mm. Now, Jimmy, go your necessaries here. And I know you'll be a credit to your poor dead father, and do nothing as wouldn't make him proud of you. Oh, mother. I know, Mr. Joyce. Dr. Livesey, take um, care of him. Um. Bye. Bye, mother. Take good care of him. For he's all I have left in the world now. Hurry aboard, gents! Come on now, Bristol coach! Can you get Jim? Yes, sir. Yes. Come on, Redruth, don't look so glum, man. Oh, that's, it. Oh, that's it, all aboard, coachman! Very good, sir! Come on now, my beauties! Hey! Come on! Hey! We're here, Master Hawkins, Bristol Town. Hey, look, see, there's a square himself come to greet us. <laughs> yes, and looking every inch the regular sea officer in that splendid blue coat. <laughs> Ah, fine day, Trelawney. Yeah, here you are. Well, Joyce, my man, take the doctor's bags. Red Ruth, how did your old bones suffer the journey? <laughs> now, Lipsy, you must learn another trade. With this fine sea air, all diseases are banished. Have you found someone to take charge of your practice? Hawkins, you bear a fine name for a sailor, a great name for a sailor, the name of a great sailor. Tell me, your mother, is she well? I'm sure she is. Bravo. The ship's company is complete. We sail this evening. What's this? A moment, Trelawney, today? The last I heard, you were complaining you couldn't raise half the 
the main. No, way. that was when I was depending on that fellow Blandly, capital fellow to find a ship. Blandly got me the Hispaniola for the merest trifle, but no good at finding men. No. Oh, true, he found me a sailing master, a stiff man, but a treasure. But after that, I tell you, sir, I'd have been scuppered if I hadn't been found myself a cook. A cook? I don't follow you. Too, you right. would if you stop interrupting me with your maundering verbosity, my dear old friend. Yes, cook took him on in pity. Ex-seafarer, proved a real trump, knows everyone. Between us, we hire a crew of the toughest old salts you'll imagine. <laughs> and a hero to boot. Who? The cook, man, the cook. Lost that fighting for old England, he told me. I don't mind admitting it brought a tear to me. I... Lost what? His leg, man, of course, his leg. What do you think? We have a one-legged cook. We have! Oh, and that reminds me, I must, um, I must tell him that we sail on the tide. Now, Hawkins, you're the fellow for that. Keeps a spick little tavern at the far end of the docks, the spyglass. Everyone knows it. But Come Squire. along, boy, you're a seaman now. Can't have you questioning the master's orders. That'll never do. Look lively! I makes me way down to the docks and passes by the quays. There's all manner, ships and seamen. Everything you think would cause wonderment and joy in a young lad. But there's one thing pounding through my head every step of the way. A seafaring man with one leg, Jim. Keep your weather eye open for a seafaring man with one leg. Then I see it. The spyglass in the squire sent me to find. What is it you want, boy? I'm sorry, ma'am. I... This is the spyglass. So? And excuse me, but is it owned by a man with one leg? It might be. And then it might not. But only the squire, you see. He never said his name. The squire? What squire would that be? Mr. Trelawney. Oh, that squire. The man you're wanting's here. And his wife. Barbecue, boy here for you. What is to about? Well, it's the squire, Mr. Trelawney. He's bought a ship. It's called the... The... Uh, the... Hispaniola. The Hispaniola, lad. That's right, Mr. Barbecue. <laughs> and you're Jim Hawkins, I hear tell you. Welcome aboard, shipmate. Now, there's no reason you'd be afeard of me. Oh, and Barbecue ain't my real name. That's just what they call me. Morgan, tell this fine-looking lad my name. That's John Silver, that is. Everyone knows Long John. Yeah. Black Dog! Black Dog! Stop him, it's Black Dog! What's that, sir? What kind of name is that for a man? Black what? Dog, sir. Has Mr. Trelawney told you of the buccaneers? He was one of them. So, in my house. Dick, George Mary, run and catch him. A main now. All right, sir. One of those swabs, will he? You was drinking with him, Morgan. Step up here. Mr. Silver, I... I, I now, was, but... Morgan, you never clapped eyes on that black dog before, did you now? No, not I, sir. Uh, you didn't know his name, did you? Oh, sir. By the powers, this is good for you. Get back to your place for a lubber, Morgan. He's an honest man, that Morgan, only... Well, you'll understand, Hawkins. Because I like you. You're as smart as pink you are. I saw that the moment I clapped eyes on you. He's stupid, Tom Morgan is. But good folks will land mine. He signed on with this for the cruise, he asked. Ah. You two's back soon. What happened? Couldn't see him anywhere, Silver. I'm sorry, truly sorry. You lost him. How do you manage that? When I was a Navy Master Mariner, I'd have come up alongside him hand over hand and broached him with a couple of shakes, then I would. <sighs> but Hawkins, what with all this here excitement, I was forgetting. 
What is it the good old squire wants from me? He says I'm to tell you we sail on evening tide. <gasps> well, there's a to do with no mistake. What a pair of sea calves. Here's us troubling our noddles about that worthless scum, and we ought to be aboard the Hispaniola under sailing orders. Well, zipper with timbers. Come, young Hawkins. Duty is duty. My tackle's already stowed and Captain Flint's in his berth. Captain Flint? What? How's Captain Flint here? He's my parrot. <laughs> That's what I calls me parrot. <laughs> well, I just fixed me old cocked hat and same he had used to my dear wife. Then we'll hail ourselves a wedding and get rowed out to the Hispaniola in style. And what vessel is that over there with all the gun pots? Uh, that's a kingship, a uh, frigate. Ah, here we are. The good old Hispaniola. She's not very big, is she? I thought she'd be much bigger than that. Ah, uh, well, here we go. Can I give your hand up, Mr. Silver? No, no need. You get out of our open. Keep yourself up, lad. Right, sir. Yeah. I've been up and down the side of all manner of ships with a chair leg. There's twenty yard more. How are you doing, eh? Not too bad, Mr. Silver. Yeah, well, oh, Israel, give the ladder a hand up, will you? Ah, oh, then I will. There you, boy. Up you go there. Up. Oh. Ah, it's oh, Mr. Now, you stick by old Israel. You'll see you come to no harm, he will. <laughs> see you, lad. Right, Mr. Israel. Hey, it's Israel. Well, what are you all doing up here? Carrying the powder on arms aft. Captain Smollett's orders, Jack. Aye, the pirates, that's a rum business. I'll lay we'll miss the tide. You see to your business, Silver, and I'll see to mine. Get below. The men will want to eat. Aye, aye, Captain Smollett, sir. Uh, you must be the ship's boy. Yes, sir. You're late aboard. I won't have unpunctuality on my ship. I tell you, I don't hold with brats on board ship, especially those not trained to the sea. Now, cut along to Dr. Livesey's cabin. He wants to see you. You'll find him aft. Yes, well, sir. Aft, boy. A-F-T. Yes, sir. Mr. Mike! Tell the boats to call out some hands to bear a hand with bracing up, will you? Aye, aye, sir. Aye, sir. Captain Jordan. Who's there? Jim Hawkins, Dr. Livesey. Oh, come in, come in, sit down. Uh, Jim, we've had something of a change round. You'll not be sleeping in the forecastle with the crew after all. You've a berth in the after end of the hold. That means you, Joyce and Redruth will be with Mr. Smollett and ourselves in the stern. The rest of the crew will remain forward. The coxswain said Captain Smollett was moving all the arms and powder aft, too. Uh, yes, he virtually told us he'd resign his command otherwise. <laughs> Why? Is he afraid of mutiny? No, 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 no captain would put to sea if he thought that. No, he's merely taking precautions since... It seems someone has blabbed, as the captain put it. The entire crew knows the purpose of our voyage. No. Uh, the thought of gold can make otherwise honest men behave foolishly. Our precautions are simply to deter them from doing so. You understand? Yes. We sailed that night, dead with the tide. Next morning, we're out of sight of land with a good following breeze. As best as I can tell, Captain Smart and all the crew seem to know their business pretty well. And Squire, he spoils the men like Billio. There's double grog at the least excuse, and Duff if he hears it's one of the hands' birthday. Then, 
there's a great bowl of apples broached in the waste for the men to help themselves. This is soon his favourite meeting place for us all. What are you listening to old Israel for, lad? He's nothing to say. When they give the rest of us brains, they filled his noddle with oakum. Come <laughs> off it, John. Well, it's true, me, Bram. Why, this old bird of mine's a dozen times wiser than Israel, ain't ya? Eh? I'm about to go around. <laughs> He's had that bird ever since I've known him, I reckon. How old is he, Barbecue? Captain Flint here, Alan, is hundred. Maybe two hundred year old. Yeah, they live forever, mostly parrots do. She'd been in Madagascar, Suriname, and Portobello. She sailed with the great Captain England, the pirate, she had. Oh, if anybody's seen more wickedness, it's the devil himself. You smell powder, ain't you, Captain? Hmm? <laughs> to me, Silver seems the cheeriest, cleverest and best man I've ever met in my young life. Then one evening, it's the very end of the voyage, sundown. I goes to the barrel for an apple. There's scarce any left and I has to climb into it. And I'm tired, I don't know. Somehow I falls asleep. I wakes to hear voices talking low. What I hear makes me want to scream. <gasps> Walrus, Flint's old ship. Why, I seen her a muck with blood and weighed down to the scuppers with gold. You see, Flint was Captain Abraham, but me, I was quartermaster along with my timber leg. I lost that in Captain England's service, fighting for old England. Yeah, and the same broadside, Pew lost his deadlights. Ah, he was the flower of the flock, was Flint. Uh, you're as smart you are, Abraham Gray. Young as you are, you're as smart as paint. Now, are you with us? Well, I tell you now, I didn't have a quarter like this job to have this talk with you, John. But there's my hand on it. Uh, if anyone can do it, you can. That's so. Think that. Seven hundred thousand pounds is Flint stolen away. Aye. After this cruise, I'll set up gentlemen in earnest. When do we strike, John? When, I say. I ain't got the map, don't forget. And drive with the talking. Get me an apple, Abraham. I pipe like apple. I stole that. Have a go at rum. No. I'll have my mouth full of rum when the squire and his cronies are where old Flint is. Till then, an apple will do me. An apple, I say. Might you be, Silver? Land ho! Land! Get me up, Gray. Help me up. We're here by the powers. Here, John. You can just make it out in the moonlight. Yeah. That there spyglass hill. I named my old house after it. <laughs> Recall it well, eh, Jack? Ah, uh, did I do. Every blood-stained inch is right Hey, what about Gray here? Abraham Square. And the others? Most of them. You chose them well. Oh, with the squire's help, shipmate. <laughs> Anyone ever seen that land before? Uh, yes, hands at me, sir. We watered here with a trader. Stand <laughs> I up here with you, the pair of you. Aye, 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 sir. Make yourself scarce, Abraham. I can. As they go, I start to ease myself out of the barrel, trusting to the dark and the confusion. I spies the squire. Squire! What? Hawkins! Hush, what sir. The... Hush, I beg you. What on? What were you doing in the barrel? Squire, I have terrible news. Get the doctor and the captain to your cabin now. And please, don't say anything. Well, really? Mutiny, by God! Our service to you, Jim. Didn't I say he was a plucky lad lives here? He's certainly a lucky one. Now, I have a couple of points to make, and with Mr. Tyrrell and his permission, I'll name them. You are the captain, sir? Uh, first, Hawkins says most of the crew is with Silver. Yes, sir. For the present, we can only be sure of ourselves and Mr. Trelawney's two own servants, uh, Redruth and... Um, uh, uh, Joyce, my butler. Yeah. Not the marshal, I'm afraid. Six against... Well, we must suppose at worst all the crew. That's 19. But as far as we know, we command all the firearms aboard. Thanks to you, Captain. And my second point. 
Silver is unaware that he's been discovered and does not have the map. It may be that he'll try to obtain it by force. If we could get the men ashore, could we not sail away or at least hold the ship against them? We have the arms. Uh, it's a thought, sir. I'll try to get them ashore when we anchor. My only fear is that Silver will see through our ruse. We must know the minute he suspects. Hawkins here can help more than any. He'll not be wary of you, Jim. It's hard, I know, but you must stick close to Silver. Watch him. Try to find which of the men are with him. Hawkins, I put prodigious faith in you, my boy. I'll try, sir. I'll try to be my best. I will. I promise. Drop anchor, me Well, Jim, who'd have thought it'd be that old island over there we was a-coming to, eh? Mind what we're doing here beats me. Um, you any idea, Jim? No! No, not not I, Long John. Hey, my lads, you've had a hot day of it. The turn ashore will do no one any harm. Hey! They take the gigs, and as many as want to may go ashore. We officers have work to do aboard. So, Joe Anderson, you take charge of one of the boats with Davis. Aye, aye, sir. And Silver, sir, you and I'll the other. I'll fire a gun half an hour before sundown to call you back. Right, you be, sir. That's proper gentlemanly of you. Uh, sir, I've got to go. No, you I... come along, Long John, Jim. I'll show you the sights of this your island. I'm not sure I can come with you, Long John. Uh, the squire and the doctor might need me to... Israel! What's that, Jack? Ain't it strange? The way the captain and the gentry seemingly ain't coming ashore. But then you wasn't thinking of coming ashore either, was you? Who oh, I? No, Jack, no. No, no. me and George Murray and Tom Morgan and maybe Dick and one or two of the others, we'll stay aboard. <laughs> Have a hand or two of cards, we will. Good, good. There, Jim, you wouldn't want to be hoofed to with Israel and that gang, would you? No, no. You come along, along, John. You do that. <laughs> you pose a good oar, Alan, I'll give you that. What are you bring that old bird with you for, Long John? Why not, lad? She's been here before she has. Ain't you, Captain? Captain McGraw. We're nearly in now, lads. Couple more pulls. I tell you, Jim, a sweeter island for a lad to go ashore you'll not find. Ah, ship oars, lads. We're here. Yes, Jim, you'll climb trees and you'll chase goats and Lord knows what else. It'll be... Jim! Jim! Come back! Come back! It's sheer panic. That's all I can say is makes me run for it. I'm deaf to all Silver's shouting. I runs up the beach, then on and on and on into the woods. On and on and on, till finally I'm blown and throws myself down. I recall. It's strange. I talks to myself, leastways to the doctor in my head. But out loud. I'm sorry, Dr. Lizzie, truly I am. I didn't mean to run away. It's just... I was frightened. If I do anything... To... But I stops quick when I hear a voice. It's Alan, the young seaman. No, no! I won't join you, never! I don't care what you say! Then I hear another soft, kind and friendly that strikes terror into me. Yet I'm still not prepared for the horror that follows. I lies low, keeping silence as I can. Listening. Mate, it's cause I thinks gold dust are you. That's why I'm here telling you. It's to save your neck I'm speaking. But... I'm a warning you. If you don't join, it's the end for you. You've got to join or you're done. Silver, you're old and you're honest. There has a name for it. And you'll go along with this. John, it's mutiny. You've no other choice, Alan. John, as sure as God sees me, I'd sooner lose me hand than turn again me duty. Ah! 
What in heaven's name? Silver, what was that? 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 I reckon that'll be Job Anderson seeing to Davis. Then rest his soul for a true seaman. Davis killed, is he? Well, as for you, John Silver... Ah! I scarce believe my eyes. Silver, he's as agile as a monkey. He's grabbed the brush and heaved his crutch at Alan. Alan falls. Next moment, Silver's on top of him. He sticks his knife in. Again and again. But the worse, it's the way he whistles. As he cleans the blood off on a blade of grass. Then he goes off, still whistling. I'm stuck. The terror can't move. Must have been there ten minutes, maybe more. When I hear a bit of sound just behind me. Hello? Who's there? Who is it? Ah! Don't bunch! Ah! I'll beat your brains out, I will! Don't ah! move as it is! Strong I am! Who was that? He want a flint, Flynn? I heard him scream. I did. Who was he? Flint here, is he? Flint's dead. Flint dead? Hey, Flint dead. De well? Yes, dead a rum in Savannah. Is he now? Who killed this man, then? You kill him? No, no. It was it was one of Flint's old hands he did it. A man with one leg. Long John. Long John Cindy. If he did, I'm pork. Old Ben's as good as pork. That silver ship I see down the anchor. No, no, it's not silver ship. No, silver didn't send me. He, Long John Silver, is my enemy. Is he? Is he now? Your enemy, eh? Yeah. What do they call you, boy? Jim. Jim. You, my friend, you are. Hmm. Flint was afeard of Long John, he was. He was that genteel with silver. Flint were afeard on him. Jim. Jim. Who are you? Ben Gunn. I'm poor Ben Gunn, I am. Here, you're the first Christian I spoke with these three years, you are. <laughs> Look, Jim, haven't you ain't got a morsel of cheese about you? Many's the long night I dreamed of cheese. Toasted, mostly. And woke up again, and here I were. Three years you've been here? Were you shipwrecked? Nay, 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 mate, maroon. Three years gone. Lived off goats, I did. Goats and berries. And oysters. But it was Providence has put me here. Now you look at me. Honest, do you think I had a pious mother by me looks? No, not in particular. Ah, but I had. Remarkable pious. And I was a civil pious boy. Hey, I could rattle off me catechism that quick. But Jim, I've lived rough. You'd be ashamed to hear it. Mind you, I thought about it and all. On this here lonely island. And I'm back on piety, that I am. You sure you ain't going to cheese me? I saw a bit of cheese. If I can ever get aboard, Mr. Gunn, you shall have cheese by the stove. <laughs> if I was to get you back onto that ship and join with your friends, you reckon they could give me a passage home? I'm sure they would, sir. And a share in Flint's treasure, what you've come to find? How did you know about that? <laughs> oh, Ben Gunn, he looked foolish, says you, but he not... <laughs> I were on Flint's ship when he buried that treasure. He and six along with him. Six strong seamen. After a week, here comes Flint B himself in a little boat and his head done up in a blue scarf. Him all alone, Jim. Billy Bones, he was mate. Long John were quartermaster. Them two asked him where the treasure was. Ah, says he, you can go ashore and look for it if you like. But the walrus, that was a ship he was on... She'll beat up for more by thunder. That's what he said, Flint. How did you come to be marooned? Ah, ah, not another ship that was. 
Three year back. I told me miss mates about the treasure, so we landed, didn't we? Twelve days they searched, and every day they had the worst word for me, till one fine morning all hands went aboard. As for you, Ben Gunn, they says, here's a musket and a spade and a pickaxe. You can stay here and find Flint's money for yourself, they say. What was that? Sounds like your friends are firing a ship's cannon, that do. But, but it can't be in a half an hour before sundown yet. No, 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 not a half hour before sundown. No, I definitely wouldn't say that, no. They've begun to fight. I must get back to them. Mr Gunn, you said you'd help me. Aye, I did. See? There's my boat. I made her with me two hands. I keeps her under the white rock. Where? Under the white rock, I said. Yes, you could go back to your friends in my boat, you could. I'll take you to her. That's a tidy step, mind. Come along, boy, come on. I'm coming, I'm coming, Hurry up now. Hang up, shift yourself, huh? Keep your left mate, Jim, to your left. Oh, look, a goat. <laughs> I don't see them much now, not down here now. They're all masteded on them mountains, so fear of old Benjamin Gunn they are. <laughs> I killed that many I have. Ah, come on this way. Stop, stop, stop. What's he here? See, mate, Jim, see? What, these? These mounds? What about them? Graves, them are. Ben Gunn buried them, all save one, and he's somewhere else. This here's a set of Marie. I comes here and prays now and then, like a chap, I see. <laughs> off we go, off we go, this way! <laughs> is it much further? Oh, oh, here, that's tall it, that has. What is it? Down there through the trees, there's a stockade with a blockhouse built years ago by Flint. But looky, a couple of them going inside. Can you recognise them? It ain't long, John. Both got two legs. Why? It's Captain Smollett and Joyce. What are they doing there? You must go and join them. Nay, 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 mate. Not I. Jim, you're a good boy or I'm mistook. But you are a boy, all told. And Bingai's fly he is. He's been a gentleman of fortune. And how's he to know your gentleman born wouldn't clap him in irons for what he's done once they get back to England? No, 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 no. Ben Gunn's not ready to go in there yet. But, mate... Jim, you tell your squire, three-year Ben Gunn were on this here island, and sometimes, yes, he'd think upon a prayer, says you, and sometimes he would maybe think of his old mother, says you, but the most part of Mr. Benjamin Gunn's time, this is what you'll say, is taken up with another matter. You tell your born gentleman that. Now off you go, off you go. Shoot, shoot, shoot. But remember, you tell your gentleman the most part of Gunn's time says you was taken up with another matter. You use their words exact. Yes, Mr. Gunn. Who goes there? Halt or I fire. Who is it? It's me, Joyce. Me. Jim. Jim Hawkins. Master Hawkins. It's young Master Hawkins, Doctor. Jim. This way, Jim. Run for it, lad. Doctor Lucy. Joyce, Dr. Lucy. Ah, oh, here I am. Jim! We thought we'd lost oh, you! Thank heavens you're safe, Master Jim. I don't know what I said to your mother. That I don't! Keep your heads down. They're still firing at us. The buccaneers keep up their cannonade for another half hour or so while I tell my story. Only then do the others say what happened to them. But what are you doing here? And how did they come to capture the ship? 
And where's Redruth? Redruth stayed the poor, brave old fellow. They didn't exactly capture the ship, Jim. We abandoned her. First ship I ever lost. It was a difficult spot we were in, you see, Jim. Soon as Silver and the others got back, we'd not stand a chance. And then Smollett here thought of this blockhouse. It was marked on the yeah, map, yes, you see. Yes, it was marked on the map. And had fresh water, too. So we loaded up the jolly boat with all the arms and provisions she'd hold. Chuck the rest overboard. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. And got halfway to the shore before they spotted us. Ah. How did you manage to leave the Hispaniola, gentlemen? Well, the water was short, rum wasn't. Israel Hans broached a cask, and they were too busy with that, fortunately. But they weren't too drunk to bring the long nine to bear on us when they realized what had happened. Ah, uh, we heard that shot, Ben Gunnamy. This alerted the party Silver had left on shore with the longboats. They had pistols, which they'd hidden away, but that was all. As you know, Trelawney here is a dead shot, and he accounted for two of the villains. Two of them, my boy. Two of them! Stiffactfully, when we got ashore, Redruth received a ball from one of their pistols and was dead before I could do anything for him. So... There you have it. Mm. Well, gentlemen, from what the boys told us regarding the deaths of Alan and Davis, we're five against fifteen. Yeah. Three to one. It, this Ben Gunn Hawkins, is he our man, do you think? I think he is, sir. But I'm not rightly sure whether he's sane. There's any doubt about the matter, he is. A man who's been biting his nails on a desert island can't expect to appear as sane as you or me. Oh, quite right, quite right. Doesn't lie in human nature. Was it cheese you said he had a fancy? Yes, sir, cheese. Well, Jim, just see the good that comes of being dainty in your food. You've seen my snuff box, have you not? And you never saw me take snuff, I'll wager. No, come to think of it, Doctor. The reason being, see here. That's Parmesan cheese. Oh. Jim, that's a cheese made in Italy, very nutritious. That's for your Ben Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, to your posts. There's someone out there. To your posts, Joyce. Aye, aye, sir. Well, I be dashed. It's silver. And there's a young fellow with him carrying a white flag. Why, that's Abraham Gray, the one he was persuading over when I was in the barrel. Keep indoors, men. Ten to one, it's a trick. Who goes? Stand and we fire! Flag of truce! And what do you want with your flag of truce? Captain Silver, sir, to come aboard and make terms. Captain oh. Silver? Don't know him? Doctor, in the other loophole beside Trelawney. Aye, aye, Captain. Me, sir, the lads elected me as captain after you deserted the ship. Hmm. All I ask is to come inside the stockade and parley. And your word as a gentleman, I can get safe and sound out again. My man, I've not the slightest desire to talk with you, but you may come 15 paces into the stockade, and Grey with you. Any hint of treachery from any quarter, and we shall not hesitate to fire. Well, that's enough, Captain, the word's enough. I know a gentleman, you may lay to that. Come on, Abraham. Help me over this year breakfast, Captain. Remember, Silver, 15 paces only. Oh, you ain't going to let us come inside. It's a main cold evening to be outside, and after such a warm day, that could make for fevers, couldn't it, Doctor? Why, Mr. Cook, if it had pleased you to be an honest man, you could be sitting in your galley now. That's far enough. What do you want of us? If you've anything to say, you'd best say it. Well, your tears. We want that treasure, and we'll have it. You give us a chart, and I'll give you my affidavit to divide stores with you, and speak the first ship I sight to pick you up. Yeah. And if I see no ship... Why don't I know blandly sending out a consort if you not return by August? Is that all? Every last word. Refuse, and you've seen the last of me but musket ball. Very good. I've nothing to say to you, Silver, but you. Grey, isn't it? Well, come on, man, answer. Yes, Captain Smollett. What of it? I know you're a good fellow at bottom. I order you to return to your duty. I... You've nothing to fear. If one of those dogs skulking in the woods so much as snaps a pistol at you, Silver's a dead man. Am I right, Mr. Trelawney? That you are, Captain. Oh, come on, my fine fellow! Your duty, man! 
I'm with you, sir. Right. Here I am. Ready. Rick, Inside, Rick. sir. Gray, you're a fool. Very well. Captain, if that's your answer, so be it. If you change your mind, or Long John's a first galoopin', you just sing out for me, come with a white flag. Tell me fairer than that. No. You might be grateful if one of you would lend me a hand to get back across this old stockade wall. Make your own way over, Silver. Aye, make your own way. There's not a man here will help you. Uh, Let me curse on you all. George Berry. Aye, Silver. Come on, help, help me. I'm all over this year. Fence. Are you dick? I can't soar. That's what I think of ye. Tomorrow morning I'll stove in this old wood wall like a rum puncher. By the powers, Abraham Gray, you'd best pray you die quick by ball or blade. For if I take you alive, you'll regret this night's work. Come, Smollett. We must hope they can't get the big gun there ashore. If they do, we're finished. Gray, can you handle a musket? Uh, that I can, sir. I used to be in the yeomanry, sir. Good. You'll join the second watch. That's Dr. Livesey's. And <clears throat> well done, man. Well done. Thank you, sir. Hawkins? Yes, sir? You look dog-tired. Your excuse watches for this night. Thank you, sir. Now, all hands to stand to, sharp at 5.30 in the morning. What time do you have Trelawney? Just gone eight o'clock. Two and a half hours we've been waiting. Our friends rise late. Oh, this is as dull as the doldrums. Gray. Sir? Whistle for a wind, will you? If you please, sir. If I see anyone, I might to fire. Well, I told you so. Do you see anyone? Uh, no, sir. I do, by Jove. That's one down. Here, Jim, another musket. Squire. Thanks for the boy. Reload, Hawkins, fast as you can. Right, sir. I just see one over there now, sir. Here, Joyce. Another musket for the doctor, Hawkins. Right, Thank you, sir. Doctor? Good lad. Did you hit your man, Joyce? I believe not, sir. How many your side, Doctor? I saw three flashes. Trelawney? Gray? I'm not sure. Plenty. Here they come, sir. They're scaling the wall. I can't hold them. Trelawney, help Gray. They're over the wall this way, too. Oh, gee. Your side, Livesey. The doorway. Got him. To me. To me. Come sir. Cutlass Hawkins. Yes, sir. Repel borders, cutlasses and pistols. Out into the open, lads. Hey. There's my right. Ah! Your head, sir! Jim! Jim, not too far! Look out! Anderson's behind you! Ah! No, you ain't! Good go, Joyce! That'll do! Get back, everyone! No! Get back, Jim! Come on! Ah! Mr. Mr. Joyce! Anderson before he... Joyce! You villain! Why, Anderson. you? Did you get him? Too late, I fear, to save Joyce. We're running! Joyce, Joyce, this way! Coming, sir. Just coming, sir. Help me. Oh, Captain Smollett, sir. You're hurt. Not as bad as you are, my brave fellow. You saved my life, Mr. Joyce. I told your mother, Master Hawkins. I'd look after you. He said I... Gray, <gasps> keep watch. Dr. Livesey, here, quickly. Captain. Gray, what's the state of the enemy? They've run off, sir. Had enough, I reckon. Good. Well done, everyone. Dr. Livesey, how's your patient? Well, I'm going, Doctor, aren't I? Yes, you're going home. Joyce, can you forgive me for bringing you here? Why, sir? I know you'd notice how to come. Forgive me. 
That would hardly be proper, sir. But since you desire it, so be it. Amen. Thank you, my dear fellow. He's gone. It's all my foolish fault. Poor fellow's first red Ruth. Maybe the family nigh on sixty years used to sit on his knee, didn't want to come. Neither did Joyce. And now he too is dead. My people dead. All through my greed and folly. Oh, don't take on, sir. All's well with them. No fear for a hand that's been shot down in his duty to captain and owner. What? Well, it mayn't be good divinity, but it's fact. Now, how many do they lose, Gray? Can you see? There's six lying out there, sir. Six. Oh, come, that's better. And we lost one, and myself will not be much use to you. Well, that's four to eight. The odds are shortening, gentlemen. For me, I don't take much consolation in the captain's gruesome arithmetic. That's true, the pirates lying out in the stockade as were still breathing. We carried them into the blockhouse. One dies shortly, but the doctor sets to amputate the other man's leg. Hold him firm, Gray. Hold him firm. I don't hold out much hope for him, but I'll do my best. Firm, I said. Doctor. Jim, this is no place for you. Get outside. At once. Now. My soul, please. Steady. But the stockade's as bad, nearly. It's hot. I'm young, mind. And not used to the sight and the stench of death. I get to think of all the deaths I've seen, most especially of Joyce. And next thing, I don't know, I reckon I must have been a bit mad. For I'm over the stockade wall and running as fast as I can from the scene of all these horrors. Finally, it starts to get dark. And like I says, I'm young, I get scared. And foolishly, I begins to call out, only sort of quiet-like. Help. Doctor Squire, I'm sorry. Help. What do you see, no girl? Who's there? Who goes there? Anyone there? He's just swollen, John. You're getting jumpy. Uh, he ran through to you, George. That old bird knows. Why they be fooling enough to come out when they're sitting snug in that there blockhouse? Or a goat, I tell you. Uh, you're all right, maybe. Get the lads spread out, though. Uh-huh. One of them, he'll not come back this way. Up, lads! Stand to! Hands on deck! Oh, I wish, oh, mother. I wish. I've done my best, I have. The map. I wish we'd never found it. Like you said, Billy Bonesy. Then Joyce. Then Red Ruth. Who's that? How soon? Jim, mate, Jim. Who is it? It's no one. It's only me. No one to fear. Just poor Binda. What are you doing here? Heard you calling out, Bindi. Who's that, Sissy? That's dangerous, that is, Sissy. What with Silver's camp here and all. Flint used to be mortal afeard of Silver. And Flint's the devil. It's natural poor old guns afeard on him. We'd be pork, we would. There's no way past that way. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> What can I do? Oh, don't be fret. No, not lost. You come along, old Ben. You trust to old Ben this way. Quiet now. Come on, this way. Come on, we're safe now. Through here onto the beach. 
Got a boat, Finn Gunners. <laughs> Made it himself. <laughs> That's not all he's got, neither. Ben Gunn's rich he is. Uh, Here, did you tell your born gentleman what I said? Yes, I did. Exact. The most of Ben Gunn's time is taken up with another matter. Ah. And they said you have nothing to fear from oh. them. And, yes, you can share with them uh. if they ever find the treasure uh. and if they ever get back. Oh, and Doctor, he's got some cheese. Huh? It's called, um, mm. Parmesan. Parmesan. Oh, that's famous cheese. That is Parmesan. <laughs> well, here's me boat, hidden under here. You can sail her back to your friends easy as anything. Oh, I made it myself, I did. Her goat skins and bendy twigs and the like. What they call a coracle. <laughs> oh, I see, yes. What do you think? Uh, well, it's... Yeah, I, I see, yes. Yeah, well, of course it's not perfect. Couldn't couldn't seem to get the shape quite right. <laughs> it's a bit lopsided. It don't leak, though. Well, not too much. And you've only got to get across that little bay to get right past the over. I don't take 20 minutes. You sure I won't? All less, probable. And they'll never see you in this light. She's that small she is, you see, and that low in the water. Have you been out in her much? Oh, lots of times. Well, 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 once or twice. Yeah. Don't have much occasion to like, but she's fine, she is. Come on, let's get rid of the water. Right, yes. <clears throat> she's very light, isn't she? Oh, oh that's the beauty of her. <laughs> in you, Pop. Righto. She floats quite well. Oh, of course she does. Safe as houses. Here's a paddle. Right. Made that out of old broken oar I found. I'll give you a shove off. Right. <laughs> That's it. We're in the current now. Right. Paddle the end. Paddle. I'm trying to. Careful now. That's it. Mr. the gun. Current's got you. Oh, right. oh I'm, I'm, I'm in to say she's a mighty queer to handle to your nose or like. Paddle me, Jim. Right, don't, Mr. Gunn. No, 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 not that way. This way. This way, mate, Jim. The tide and the breeze sweep me northwards towards the headland. Suddenly, in the dark, the great bulk of the Hispaniola looms over me. I've just time to realise that the pirates must have brought her round to fire on the stockade when we run slap into her side. Without thinking, I grabs at the anchor cable. The coracle, she bobs away, and I'm left hanging there. There's nothing for it but to climb up hand over hand and give myself up to the watch. Hello? Hello? Is anyone there? Anyone about? Who's there? What's that? Who? Jim. Jim. Don't move while I fire. I reckon I could move, shipmate. Israel. Israel Hans. Hi, Jim. He's lying propped up against the bulwark, white as a tallow candle. There's blood soaking his canvas trousers and plenty more on the planks of the deck. Who else is aboard? Who else? No one, I swear. No one. Unless you count the Brian and he's dead. Over there in the scuppers. <gasps> See, what happened? You killed him? Did you kill him? Jim, never you drink with an Islander. We was drinking all quiet and peaceful, like when we fell the words. It was his bottle he did me leg with. But I settled his ass. 
And where might you have come from, Jim? That's no matter. All that matters, Mr. Hans, is that I am now master of this vessel. And what do you do with your price, sailor, back to Bristol, single No. But I can at least get away from your friend. What? If I can just cut through this. Give it, Fred, what are you doing? Can you see, Mr. Hans? Huh? I'm cutting through the anchor. Leave it, boy, leave it. Oh, yes. Not unless I'm much mistaken. This here ebb tide will carry away well from here. Jim, don't be a fool. Yeah, uh, uh, so that should... <coughs> what the... You're a fool, lad. But a lucky one. An anchor cable with that tart could have sliced you in two easy as winking. So, so you've got her free. Now what'll you do, huh? These current? Will I lay odds? She's a grown in minutes, lad. Aye, and in the night watch, too. <laughs> Long John will be none too pleased when he sees that. Mr. Hans, any tricks and I have my pistols. You know that. Aye. All night I keeps my hand to the tiller. And somehow, by dawn, we're at sea. Jim Hawkins, you got the luck of the devil, lad. But for all that, I best give you my aid if we to get back without drowning. So you just take my orders, Captain Hawkins, and we'll sail slap in and be done with it. There now. There, starboard now. Look now, see? Here's a pet bit of beach ship on. Fine flat sands. Tall trees all down the water off on. Careful now. Now she's, now she's too much way. Starboard a bit. That's it. Steady. Steady your test. Steady now. Larboard now. No, 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 not quite. Now we're ready. Huh? Good lad. Thank you, sir. You watch out for that old wreck. She's a dependence of Flint scuttled. She was that leaky after we took her in. No, none of this is a tricky bit. This is. Now you help me up and uh, I'll take over the bed. You show sure you're well enough. Oh, you just help me up, boy. You give me your hand. Here. Gotcha. You made a mistake there, Jim. Where did you get that knife? I did all along, boy. I didn't think I sorted out the brain. Now I'll thank you for that pestle. Come on, hand him over, Captain. Good night. No. Jim, I'll cut you. Here to here to here. Like this, see? Like this, see? All right. All right. You win. All right, one at a time. Careful now. That's... What the devil? As we run to ground, the tiller swung across and struck hands hard on the chest. So, so right, sir. So, don't think you're safe, lad, don't you? I'll fire. I'll fire. I will. Oh, will you now? Will you now? Yes. Yes. There. <laughs> it looks like your powder's wet, boy. Always keep your powder dry. I learned that when I was Flint's gunner. That and that dead man done bite. Well, ain't you the gimbal one? I reckon you're cornered now, though. As he lunges at me, I spring onto the shouts and climb desperately, hand over hand, above the distant, clear water. Climbing the rigging is in! The two can play at that game! I'm coming for you, Jim! Oh. I may be slower than you, boy, with this your leg, but there's only so far you can go on that road, and I'll be with you soon enough. What are you all about? You'll see. 
You'll see. Reloading, is it? One more step, Mr. Hans. You're a dead man. And dead men don't bite, you know. I'll have had you the first on the ground like that. But like I said, you're lucky. But I still got my knife. The knife he throws pins me by the shoulder. Both pistols go off. I don't know. I don't reckon I pulls the triggers on purpose. They just fires. But that's it. There he lies. I see the blood colouring the water, and I feel sick. And without meaning to, shudders. This pulls me clear of the knife, for in truth twas only a pinch of the skin it had caught. I comes down slower and I went up. I does what I can for the ship, cutting the halyard so the sails fall to the deck. Then I secures her as best as I can to a stout pine tree, making sure to keep the line slack for when the tide rises. Then I sets off, guessing my way from the high peaked hill, and it's pitch night, afore I finds the stockade. No one seems to be on watch. I gets right into the old wooden blockhouse. I can't see a thing. It's me. Hello? Captain? Squire? Who goes? Stand to me, lads. Who goes? Stand or I'll fire. Tom, fetch a brand for the fires. Wait, John, what's the fight? I do. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Keep him fast. Don't move, you, whoever you be. Here we are, John. Right. Oh, let's see who we've got. Why, here's Jim Hawkins. Dropped in late, have you, Jimmy? Well, I takes that real friendly. <laughs> I see you was smart when first I set my eyes on you. But this year it gets away from me clean it do. Anyhow, seeing as you're among friends now, you won't need your pistols. Uh, it wasn't my intention to come to see you, Silver. Oh, I'm sorry for that, I am. <laughs> but you're here and you'll hear my mind. I've always liked you, I have, for that of spirit. And a picture of my own self when I be young and handsome. I always wanted you to join and take your share. And now, my cock, you've got to. For your own people want none of you, ungrateful scamp. That's what the doctor called you, yeah. And after a Captain Smollett, well, he's a fine seaman, but you know what he's like for discipline. Must I join you, then? I can guess the alternative. Like Alan and Davis. I say nothing to you. If you like the service, you'll join. If not, you're free to answer no. Well, if I'm to choose, I declare I have a right to know what's what. Yes, and why you're here, and where my friends are. What's what, eh? Ah, he be a lucky one as know that. You'll batten down your hatches till you're spoken to, George Merry. Hmm? Yeah. Now, what was you asking? Why you're here. Yesterday, Mr. Hawkins, in the dog watch, down came Dr. Livesey with a flag of truce. Captain Silver says he, you're sold out. How so, Doctor, says I. Ship's gone, says he. Well, maybe we've been taking a glass and a song to help it round. I won't say no. But we looked out, the bystander, the old Hispaniola was gone. Then what? Then let's bargain, says the Doctor. So, we bargained, and here we are. Stores, brandy, blockhouse. And the firewood, you were thoughtful enough to cut. <laughs> In a manner of speaking, the whole blessed boat... Yes. What's happened to them? Oh, they've tramped. 
I don't know where they are. Is that all? It's all you're to hear, my son. And now I am to choose. And now you are to choose. Oh, you may lay to that. I've seen too many die since I fell in with you not to know what it is I'm choosing. But any man can see you're in a bad way. Ship lost, treasure lost, men lost. And I'll tell you why. That night we sighted land. I was in the old Apple I heard everything you said, Silver. Everything you said to Abraham Gray. Did you now? That's how we knew your plans. That's how we were able to be ready. And as for the Hispaniola, it was I who cut her cable. I set her adrift. No. And the two men you had aboard her are both dead. What? Israel dead! And O'Brien, kill me or spare me. If you spare me, when you're in court for piracy, I'll save you all I can from the gallows. I'll bear it in mind. I vote he dies! I By this knife! Avast there! Who are you, George Mary, and you, Tom Morgan? Who's Captain Year? Cross me and you'll go where many a good man's gone before you. Tom's right! You're captain by election, so I'm captain by election, because I'm the best man here by a long sea mile. If you won't fight, you'll obey by thunder. I like this boy. I never seen a better boy than this. Here's more man than any pair of rats of you. What I say is, let me see him that'll lay a hand on him. That's what I say. You may lay to it. <laughs> You're pretty free with some of the rules, Long John. Rules? It's true as it's right. Rules. Fogs out, guns out. That's it. We claim our right to stick outside for a council. Granted. Stand by for squalls, Jim. I reckon you within half a plank of death. They're gonna throw me off, but you mark. I stand by you. You're my last card, you are, lad. You mean all's lost? Aye, by gum I do. Ship gone, neck gone, that's the sight of it. I'll save you if so be as I can. But see your Jim, tip tat. You save Long John from swinging, if so you can. What I can do, I'll do. Uh, it's a bargain. You speak up, and old John's got a chance. Aye. But there's one thing I don't understand you. Maybe you will. Yes, I don't understand why the doctor handed over the chart so easy. Flint's treasure map. Uh, There's something deep there, there is. Silver! Ah, George. Well, come in, all of you. Who's it to be, then? Tom Morgan. (laughs) Step up, Tom. I won't eat you. Hand it over, lover. I won't hurt a deputation. Here. I thought so. You've seen one of these afore, Jim? It's the black spot. The black spot. When Billy Bones had it. Yes, yeah. Now, where might they have got a paper? Hey, Jim. Look at this. No, that ain't lucky. You gone and cut this out of a Bible? Uh-huh. There's a curse in that there is. What fool cut a Bible? Well, I say, no good a cut well, I said. You'll oh. all swing now, I reckon. Who's was it? Them uh, sticks. Oh, uh. then, Dick, you can get to your prayers. What do you mean? You had your slice of luck, you have. They lay that talk, John Silver. You don't scare this crew. We tipped you the black spot in full council as in duty bound. You just turn it over as in duty bound and read what's wrote there. Depose. Oh, oh. Very pretty route, to be sure. Like print, I swear. Your hand, is it, George? You don't fool this crew no more. You're over now. You get up off that barrel and vote in new captain. One as won't be soft on that boy to save his own throat. Uh, kill the boy, said you, George Merrick. Yes. Kill the boy. 
and waste the hostage. The old Hispaniola's adrift are most likely fallen into Smollett's hands. And if that crew have got the ship, that's when we'll see you will be glad to have a hostage. What's that got to do with riding in a carriage? A few bags of pork and biscuit. Is that what you said, Tom? Mm -hmm. Well, that weren't all I got, though you'd have starved if I hadn't got them. And I guess a doctor to come and visit every day. See you, Dick, with your broken head or you, George. Is that the egg you shakes on you not six hours ago and your eyes the colour of lemon peel? None of that signifies and you know it. Don't it, don't it. Well, then, you look here. What does that signify? What do you make of that? Mm, that there's why I made that bargain. <laughs> Am I still deposed, George? No. <laughs> no, John, I reckon not. You're still captain. And you all, Tom? Well, barbecue for captain, that's my word. That's settled then. Well, if named to be captain, they'd best keep that old map by me. Hand it up, will you, Jim? Yeah. Good. Now, let's get some shut-eye. Doctor is a visiting in the morning. George, you're on watch. I never help you if another of them gets in. Somebody better fetch a bit of rope and tie up the boy so he doesn't get off as easy as he came in. All right, you be, John. Sure. Jim, put that in your pocket. A curiosity for you. It's the black spot he gives me. I still has it with me to this day. That night I sleeps behind Silver, and he sleeps as sound and snores as loud as if he hasn't a care in the world. Next morning the doctor arrives at first light. Silver takes the wounded to see him. After, the doctor asks to speak to me. George, your liver must be upside down. Did you take the medicine? He took it, sure enough. Yeah. Yes, that's as well, for I'd hate to lose a man for King George in the gallows. Now, don't listen. Now, I wish to have a talk with this boy, please. That's all not. Never. Silence, George. Mm. That you may, Doctor. Hawkins, I'll give you a word of honor as a young gentleman. For a young gentleman you are, if poor-born, not to slip your cable. I promise. On my honor. Uh, you two, back to the blockhouse. As for me, I'll, I'll just go and lean against your wall. Smoke a pipe. Yeah. Uh, you, you'll make a note of this here, Doctor. <laughs> and the boy will tell you how I saved his life and were deposed for it. Is that so, Jim? Yes, it is, Doctor. Oh, I'm sorry I ran off. I don't know what came over me. It was that man in the Yes, the poor fellow died, I'm afraid. I don't blame you for being so angry. Angry? Silver said Never that... mind what Silver said, Jim. We weren't angry. We were desperately unhappy. When Ben Gunn came to tell us what had happened, we thought you must have drowned. You met Ben Gunn? He came to us, as I said, and what he told us was very interesting. It's on account of what he said that we left here, and I handed the map over to Silver. You heard about that? Yes, I did. If only we had the ship, we'd hold all the cards. But, Doctor, the ship's saved. I got her away. She's beached in the North Inlet. What? I can't talk now. Silver's watching. Jim, why don't we run for it? Silver won't stop us, and the others are too far off. Uh, we'll be over that wall no, in an instant. Uh, no, Doctor, no, I can't. I passed my word. They'd murder Silver. That'd have been no great loss. But, oh, very well. Only, if you go to find the treasure with Silver, you keep away from the others. Thanks to Ben Gunn, we might have a surprise waiting for them. Silver! Sir? If you go seeking that treasure... Look out for trouble when you find it. Oh, Doctor, as between man and man, that's too much and too little. I can't take your meaning unless you tell me more. I've no right to tell you more. It's not my secret. 
But when you get to the treasure, keep the boy by you, and if you need help, halloo. Goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Doctor. Jim, I saved your life, you saved mine, I'll not forget it. I seen the doctor waving you to run for it, and I seen you saying no, plain as urine. That's one for you, Jim. Silver! And now we must go in for this year of treasure hunting. I was sealed orders, too, and I don't like it. You and me must stick together back to back like, same as the doctor says. What are you on about, Silver? Are you reckoning to save your hide? <laughs> Mates, it's lucky you have barbecue to think for you. Sure enough, we don't have the ship, but neither do they. Right. Yeah, that's my bit of news, what I just learned. Well, we have the boats, hmm? and when we get the treasure, we can jump around and find it. <laughs> Off we set, all in dirty sailor clothes, and all but me armed to the teeth. I'm tied to silver by a rope round my waist, led like a dancing bear. His parrot, Captain Flinch, she's perched on his shoulder. Suddenly, George Murray calls out, Silver! Silver! Come over here, quick! Here! By the tree, here! Look here! God rest his soul! Oh, there's something. He were a seaman. This way, this is good sea cloth. Aye, aye, like enough, Dick. You'd hardly expect a bishop to leave his skeleton on this here island, wouldn't you? They're long bones, and the hair on that skull's been yellow. That'd be Allardyce. Allardyce. Yeah, you mind Allardyce, Tom Morgan? Aye. Aye. But see here now. What sort of a way is that for bones to lie, Jim? Right, ain't natural. No, I've taken the notion into my old numbskull. Mm. Here's the compass, George. There's the tip-top point of Skeleton Island, like an old tooth. You just take a bearing along the line of them bones. Right. East. Yeah. Southeast by east. Yeah. This here is Flint's pointer. Right up there is our line with a full star and the jolly dollars. When he'd killed Allardyce, he hauled him up here and laid him down by compass. Him and Six was alone here. He killed them, every man. Six they were, and six we are. Aye, and bones is what they are now. But since dead, we're alive. Stow this talk. Fish your head for the doubloons, lads. Go on, will you? Look sharp. I don't feel sharp, I don't. Thinking of Flint and them six. That's done me. Well, he's dead and below now, lads. He's... Hey, hey. dead man's What the devil? Ah, oh, come on, lads, come on, this won't do. Lads, this is a rum start, but it's, well, it's someone skylarking, you may lay to that. Someone skylarking, someone that's flesh and blood. Dr. Livesey, or one of them. Them was his last words. He's in his last words of a forge. What's this? It's never Dr. Livesey. Nobody on this here island ever heard of Darby save us here. That's Flint! That's Flint's ghost! That is! Shipmates, I'm here for that treasure, and I'll not be beat by man nor devil. I was never feared of Flint alive, and by the powers I feed him dead. There's 700,000 pounds, not a quarter mile from here, and I'll have it. Flint or no Flint, belay! There, John. Don't you cross a spirit. What? The spirit, boys? That a spirit? Ah, well, maybe. But no man ever seen a spirit with a shadow. So? Well, that had an echo, didn't it? Same thing, that is. Well, that's so. Yeah. You've right on your shoulders, John Silver. <laughs> now, come to think of it, that wasn't like Flint's voice, but it was like a someone, someone else. 
What a fence old crew. By the powers, Ben Gunn. Yes, I know it were. Ben Gunn it were. But he's not here in body any more than Flynn. How nobody minds Ben Gunn? Dear alive, nobody minds him. Come on, shipmates, come on. Flint's treasure! Yes, come on, come on. As we nears the site of the treasure, I see Silver's eyes. Come on, boy, come on. They're mad with lust for gold. I see that all his promises and the doctor's warning are forgotten. He terrifies me again. Get a move on with you! Suddenly, not ten yards ahead, we see the men stop. Before us is a great pit. Empty! By St. George, empty! Here's a narrow corner, Jim. Look at this! Oh, two guineas, you're in luck, Tom. One two guinea piece. Cast your eyes. That's your seven hundred thousand pounds, is it? Well, dig away, boys. You'll find some pig nuts, I shouldn't wonder. I've not seen you all along. Look at the face of him, mates. There's two of them alone there. One's an old cripple has blundered us into this, and the other's a cub. I mean to have the heart of right now, George. You're a pushing lad, George. No. Barbecue! I reckon I settled you, George Merry. Who's next? Silver, you'll pay for that. Come on, lads. An ambush, lads! Look to the boy, Silver! Doctor, aye, aye, sir! No, no! Drop your weapons! Here you come back to Morgan! Come back here! Come back, you blackguards! I see now the meaning of the doctor's warning. They'd obviously planned to ambush Silver here, and that's why the doctor had given him the map. For once, <laughs> the squire's aim is less true, and Tom Morgan, Dick, and the other pirate get clean away. Oh, Jim, my boy, thank heaven you're safe. Silver saved me. We saw. No, not just then. Also last night. Yes, Sir Lipsy said, you're a monstrous villain, Silver, and an imposter. But that one act may have saved your neck. You came in about the nick, I guess, gentlemen, for me and Hawkins. He wouldn't have been in time if Ben Gunn hadn't delayed you. Fetch half the rum, Darby, fetch half the rum, yeah. <laughs> oh, so, Ben Gunn, it was you we heard. How do, Mr. Silver? Pretty well, thank you, says you. And how's you, Ben, says you? Pretty well, too, says I. <laughs> I'm rich, says I. Found Flint's treasure, says I. Old Ben Gunn carried it away, put it in his cave, safe. <laughs> Flint's treasure, what I dug up. Ben! Ben! To think it was you of all people has done for me. Well, I'll be danged. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> we leaves the island and heads for Jamaica. There's an English man of war in harbour, and me and the gentleman were invited to dine aboard her. Well, gentlemen, you seem to have had a warm time of it. <laughs> Port, sir? Oh, thank you, Commander. Yes, deeply did. Brand boy, this uh, capital oh. credit to the county that bred him. But Lipsy here was the hero of the Arsa. Oh, no, no, no. oh, confounded clever to give the dogs the treasure map. Figured out the rogues had set off hotfoot for it. Caught like rats in a trap, sir. The, the man gun had removed Flint's treasure to his cave? A couple of months ago, it seems. He told me he'd spend half his sojourn there looking for it. He told me everything. Amazing what a bit of cheese will do. <laughs> Parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we struck a deep deal with the creature. Equal shares all round. Excuse me, Commander. Yes? 
Uh, I, I'm sorry, Mr. Trelawney. This fellow, he demanded to see you. Yeah, ah, oh, upon my soul. Ben Gunn, here's the man himself, Captain. Ah. Yeah, what, 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 do, what do you want, Gunn? Uh, saving your presence, gentlemen, but uh, Silver's gone. What? Gone? Escaped, yes. How did he manage that man? Weren't you and Grace supposed to be on watch? A sword through a bulkhead, he did. Thought you ought to know. Took 400 guinea with him. Sword mm. through a bulkhead? Mm. Did he indeed? <laughs> and you couldn't prevent him? No. 400 guineas. Mm. Cheap at the price, I thought, Doctor. <laughs> He's dangerous, Long John is. He and Flint were afeard on him. Reckon we was all glad to be so cheaply rid of Long John. We made search, but he'd gone to the ground, all right. And since I've been home, I ain't heard nor word nor whistle of him. Except like Billy Bones. In my dreams. I meet him there in my dreams often enough. Him and his old parrot. This way. This way. Oh, Dabby McGraw. Dabby McGraw. But just the wrong Dabby. Chest. Yo ho ho and a bottle of rum. Drink and the devil had 